0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: It is episode 370 of Pro Wrestling's best podcast, The Spanish Announce Table. We are here live, simul-streaming on Twitter and YouTube. We do it two times to you. Two times to you we do it. Put that on a shirt. Um, We're here to talk about the Royal Rumble happened. Tom went to the Royal Rumble live in person braved the weather the covid honestly or <laughs> the royal rumble we got to talk about that we want to we've got a whole lot of news happening in the pro wrestling community right the the dirt sheets were a buzz about a lot of things right we're going to cover some of that we're going to talk to you this is what we love to do we love we're we're the pro wrestling fan community circus we're rolling into your town on your twitters and your youtubes and we're setting up and we all we ask for you to join the circus is the mere price of playing along, right? Just just talk to us, right? Use hashtag tweet the table. We will read those on the very next show, of course, whenever you tweet that. And then you can chat with us live, right? We are live on the Twitter or live on the YouTube where there's a chat. We love it. We love the pro wrestling. Tom, how are you? I'm doing okay. You know, overall,
2: can't complain. Things I'm are sad. going okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that portion of why I'm sad. All of this city is sad. Uh, Google it if you don't know what we're talking about. But I did go to the Royal Rumble. Uh, St. Louis was a very enjoyable time. Got to take part in a little bit of fan experience that they had with some stores outside of uh, the arena. Got to see a billion wrestling fans, it felt like, all across the town. Uh, Did some sneaker shopping, which was fun. And uh, it was a... Overall enjoyable time. Now we'll kind of get into it with uh hashtag tweet the table on a little bit more of the specifics, but I will say I'm happy. I went, mm-hmm. I- I'm happy that I experienced even though it's corny, but being a wrestling fan doing the 10 to one countdown and then just oh, anticipating who that person is. It was yeah. fun to be a part of that portion of, Of a wrestling fandom. So, you you know, I think everyone's consensus is is that neither of those matches set the world on fire. And being there, I would agree. Um, But again, it was fun. I enjoyed myself.
1: Good. Yeah. um, I watched the Royal Rumble. And I don't know that I enjoyed myself as much as you did um, from the couch at home. So sometimes that viewing experience um, is is not oh. as great at home as we like to say you know we talked yeah, about and, you know declining and, attendance in sports venues and whatnot like
2: right but still the, the even being there and,
1: and the and the whole you know what am I yeah like the...
2: being yeah. there we sat next to a guy dressed as spider-man like full gear like he was dressed in head to toe like his mask because he had to wear a mask why the fuck was is our the... mascot dressed huh? as
1: spider-man what now? back to the first thing we were talking about what the fuck is the spider-man costume on our mascot for anyway
2: fuck it no fucking you know yeah i know yeah fucking kids um but yeah no so we sat next to a a guy dressed as spider-man that was silly uh there was plenty of people dressed as your favorite wrestlers we saw a gold dust an irs undertaker a hogan a macho man you know so that part was just fun to take a lap around the arena before the event even started and just look at all the silliness uh so yeah again that portion and again doing the cliche thing that you always see on TV that was worth the, the, the trip. So,
1: yeah, well, that's good. Then we've got a lot to talk about with that Royal rumble. It'll be interesting getting your, um, mm-hmm. your, no, take, since some, you were there, did some. you watch it back afterwards even? Cause sometimes oh, some things, yeah, I like to do that when I'm moment. there live to see how things went. Right. Yeah.
2: Some <laughs> moments that I remember where I was like, I wonder what that would look like. I watched back on the network or Peacock Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. later. So I didn't watch the entire thing from start to finish, but certain moments where I was like, ooh, what would that look like on television? I did those things.
1: Okay, nice. Well, before we get into that, albeit even as we do this, we first like to bring you up to speed, right? There's a lot to follow as far as like breaking news, right? Because sometimes what's going on behind the scenes is just as enthralling as what's going on uh, on on camera, right? So we'd like to keep you up to speed with the mother-loving news. And, Tom, we've got some doozies. You ready?
2: Yeah, you gave me a number, and I'm, uh, I'm interested to see what you picked. All right.
1: Ronda Rousey returned to WWE action this week as a surprise entrant and eventual winner. Of the Royal Rumble match at WWE's premier live event, the WWE Royal Rumble. There's been no official statements on the length of Rousey's agreement with the company. And you called this one during our picks. Yeah,
2: and I wasn't the only one because when we got there uh, and took our seats in the arena god bless it everyone thought ronda rousey was going to be in it so it wasn't much of a surprise it, the, mm-hmm. the pop sounded more like validation than surprise it felt like yeah i called it you know what i mean the i said that that was gonna happen that's how it sounded to me in the arenas because everyone was just talking about ronda from entrant number three to i think which came up 28 something like that yeah all the all the entrants, someone would yell in at least our area someone would yell it's ronda and then it would be you know, Cameron or some bullshit like that. But uh, yeah, so it wasn't a shock uh, from a crowd perspective. The pop so much felt like I see I called that high five their friend that they got it right, which, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, Rhonda's back. And uh, I know we'll kind of popcorn around with news and then also hot takes and stuff. But let's just quickly talk about, Uh, She wins the women's Royal Rumble match, which was fun. It was an overall enjoyable match. But then she comes on Raw and tries to act. I think she was trying to act, but she is so overtaken by a crowd paying attention to her that she's... Do her promos in the back, right? Tape them at 2 o'clock and air them you know 9 30 or whatever time you want to put it in the show but don't have her go out anymore and have her talk because she sucks like sucks
1: yeah the ronda rousey uh surprise entrance was like a as good a kept secret as the washington commander's name right Mm -hmm. like or cm punk's debut (laughs) right yeah all these kind of things um her winning it just does not shock me. I It would shock me if she didn't at this point, because we talked about this on last week's episode when we made our picks. I think I said, mm-hmm. you have to remember, WWE is now booking for what the ESPN headline is going to read. And it's going to read, Ronda Rousey returns, wins Royal Rumble, will fight for the title at WrestleMania. So End of story, because it's ratings. So, yes,
2: so... We haven't got to Friday. Again, we record on a Thursday night. If you're listening to the podcast later, or watching YouTube later, Again, thank you. But uh, we're recording on Thursday night. She said she'll make her decision on Friday. So the last two in the women's rumble was Charlotte and Rhonda, but she was also on Raw and her and Becky sure seemed to have some something going on. So who would you think is she oh, picking for the no, WrestleMania match?
1: no. This is this is going to be both. They're going to run it back. They're going to do number two. They're going to put up number two and do the trifecta again. And both titles on the line. Somebody's going to be champ, champ. Here's what I'll say to that: is again, if you're reading
2: on Twitter, because that just your pops face up. said
1: plenty. By the yeah. way,
2: yeah. Well, th- this is where I will say that's okay. Is you know the other rumor going around is that at WrestleMania, it's going to be title for title Brock versus Roman. Right now, if we do Rhonda, Becky, Charlotte too, but we also unify that title. Like if we're unifying the championships to make it one winner, and then that one winner is going to be on both raw and SmackDown and we're done with the brand split. And then we're just going with the best talent gets on the show. I'm okay with that. Right. Like if, if it's a title unification for both of those matches, I'm in. Right. Cause then what happens? Cause if Charlotte loses, she can't then next week go, but I still got a title and I'm the queen. Like now she's a loser. Right. Same with Becky, same with Rhonda. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know I mean, like that's going to be the the story of whoever loses that match. So if you can't hide behind a title, that's more interesting. If it's just, Hey, we're going to run it back and see what happens miss me with no that i bullshit. think she's gonna I like
1: it. i i think how it'll happen is she's going to she being Rhonda is going to be like you're a bitch you're a bitch you're a bitch but i pick this bitch right fill in the blank either one charlotte mm-hmm. or becky and then the other mm-hmm. one gets so maniacally pissed off that they force their way into it over time i'll uh however that Ms. rock cena thing worked out didn't that isn't that how that worked i can't remember how well it wasn't
2: triple threat rock just came in and interrupted the match to give miz the win
1: yeah okay yes i i forget what storyline i'm thinking of because you know they they all kind of well it was the charlotte
2: Charlotte one right it was becky and ronda and that's what it was supposed to be and then vince was just like and then we're putting in charlotte yeah i was like no yeah but i think
1: the storyline thing is that like yeah the other one is going to be like kind of almost take that like how the fuck dare you right and either one either either character that fits fine right big time beck's going have a delusions and, but mm-hmm. it, probably mm-hmm. more fitting of the queen if you will yeah. so yeah and then they just start to slowly attack both of them until they both have no choice but like okay we were gonna have this match but i do want to fight that bitch too so mm-hmm. you know
2: i will say it was interesting to end raw with you know rushing Rhonda out of the ring, keeping Becky in the ring, and now all of a sudden at our next pay per view elim- elimination chamber, it's going to be Lita versus Becky. Like, where did that come from? Dude, what? I, look. Now again, we we'll save
1: some talk for uh, you know yeah. the part timers later. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But yeah, Rhonda. That Rhonda. But I think Rhonda wins this time.
2: Oh, Ronda's of course. Yeah. Two titles.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Rhonda. And belts. perhaps somebody comes in and gives her the ovarian delight at the end. And so everybody's like, oh, tune in next week. Yeah. But that would be too much for them. So probably not. Well, that would, would be adults. too creative. I could book right, that's what, what you mean, want yeah. in there. Right. But yeah,
2: the effort there. They ain't gonna fucking do.
1: Yeah. How cute. How cute. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Shane McMahon also returned to WWE action this week, also as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble match at WWE's premier live event, the WWE Royal Rumble. McMahon's run with the company did not last long, as a few days later, reports surfaced that nearly everyone backstage was upset or disappointed with Shane McMahon's selfish booking demands and confrontational demeanor, leading to him being let go from the company. And man, I think the Chappelle show said it pretty well one time that cocaine is a hell of a drug, right here being there.
2: I, if I would have had a drink, I would have threw it at the rink because I was one, I was one row above four seats. I could have, I could have, I have a good right arm. I can fucking, I played center field
1: with this Leo rush accident Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm he to got, hear about he that. got like hurt in the ring. Oh. And, and they think some of it was people were throwing drinks at him. At
2: him I mean, I'd do that too. But no, if I had a drink, I would have threw it at Shane McMahon because in the Rumble, and now I didn't direct it directly at him. I thought maybe this was a Vince call because he loves his son, but maybe not. Uh, Could have been a Shane thing. Yeah, I don't thing. think he does. I don't think he does love his son. Well, he fired him for Christ's sake, yeah. right? Like, I mean, that should say something. But uh, going back to what
1: irritated nah, the piss out nah, of him. No, nah, fucking Pritchard fired him and handed him a trash bag. Well,
2: Vince is, you know what I'm saying. Vince is okay in that. But Shane McMahon booked a spot in the Royal Rumble where he had an offensive exchange with UFC fighter Matt Riddle and Mm -hmm. came out looking better. He, He took Matt Riddle to school with boxing. Yeah. And... I literally, again, like I said, if I would have had anything in my hand, I would have threw it. I, I hammer fisted the, the seat. I was so upset with how stupid Mm -hmm. that was. And that just, that was a whole fucking night from him. Well, and the reports
1: say, even, you know, again, these are online rumors, but they are all pretty lockstep with each other in various Mm -hmm. forms that like he was like, oh no, I'm going to go at Kevin Owens because of our deal. And I'm just going to toss him around like a sack of shit. Um, Just all of it, just all of it. That whole, you know, Rumble was booked weird, and we'll talk more about that. But yeah, the Shane McMahon stuff was all like Super Shane all of a sudden. Yeah. (laughs) And what any of that was. And now that he's apparently
2: let go, which is being confirmed by, again, like you said, multiple uh, news sources, um, good. Like, no one,
1: no one cares. Now, again, nobody's asking for this. Right. We say that, but wait till another news story comes up. You're going to, yeah. Okay. All right. But not this one. We'll get into another one first here. Jeff Hardy. Turned down an offer to return to WWE action this week as an entrant in the Royal Rumble match at WWE's premier live event, the WWE Royal Rumble. Jeff Hardy's brother, Matt, confirmed online reports this week that Jeff was offered a spot in the Rumble match as well as a spot in this year's WWE Hall of Fame, however, Jeff turned down the option and instead demanded that WWE send him a copy of his drug test results prior to the company firing Jeff in December 2021. Matt Hardy alluded that WWE let Jeff go because they wrongly believed he was abusing drugs or alcohol again following an in-ring incident where Jeff became disoriented. So he said, fuck you, you're calling and like asking me to come back and do this and get a oh, Hall of Fame when you know you fucking fired me for the wrong Little shit? shit? Apparently, yeah. it sounds like he actually hit his head in that and was like concussed probably like fucking yeah concussed. and they were like you're on the smack again pal yeah it's probably now I mean, this is proof it all over it doesn't it? like and then well like, the boot to him
2: well i will say <laughs> oh, look the I, idea that jeff hardy would have been on drugs and i'm not trying to say no oh but like it wouldn't have been out of the realm of possibility sure. so i understand the we're gonna drug test you right like We don't necessarily believe it's a concussion. However, if you're going to fire the damn guy before the test results
1: come out, like, you are just ran ass backward. Do not call him. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy, from what I understand, have enough fuck you money that they don't need Vince's money. Like, they'll Mm -hmm. work with him and take his money. But they are instantly one of the most highest price tags on the indie scene anytime Mm -hmm. they want to be. So, Mm -hmm. like... Well, AEW, too. And AEW right? exists, right? So, yeah. like, they don't care. And so the idea that, like, oh, we'll just call them and be like, come into the Hall of Fame, whatever. And, like, I they think that Hall of Fame thing is a big dangle front. But I think well, people of, like, our generation younger kind of get, like, that that's a joke. Right. And that's what I'm
2: saying. The older generation, when you were asking back in the day Paul Orndorff or Junkyard Dog who you fucked over— Hey, you want to be in the hall of fame to them? That is a big deal because at the time they think this is a prestigious hall of fame. It's also a paycheck. Right. But now
1: there's royalties involved. Right.
2: But also now, like I'm going in with Mr. T that doesn't feel fucking great. Right. Or I'm going in with Donald Trump. That doesn't feel fucking great kid rock. Like, I'm not saying the celebrity wing is the stupidest thing in the world, but it also doesn't add that prestigious. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going in for the merit of my work. No, you're just going in because you're somewhat popular and we need Sorry. spots to fill. Kid
1: Rock's in the fucking Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And Trump, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kid Rock. Yeah, fuck that guy. So good on Jeff Hardy, man. And the Inspiration reportedly did that as well. They said, yeah, you know, fuck yeah, that.
2: Yeah, and that's what I wish, you know. Yeah, I, I imagine. No, I'm going to save it for when we get Tweet the Tables. But I got a, I got a hot take for Mickey James after the Royal Rumble still. I don't
1: think anybody's mentioned that or at least. Okay. Then I'll mention it it right now. Mention it right now. You
2: fucking punk ass. Like you are such a, (laughs) this is a big moment. Really? You just took the paycheck because you were in and out faster than I got to the bathroom and back to my seat and nothing happened from it. You showed up, you showed a fucking title that. 200 people have seen you get kicked out of the ring faster than anything else. You don't have a moment except for like a quick one with Michelle McCool. I think it was, and that was it. And now like you're the one. Right. Because we kind of took a stand. The the inspiration, Jeff Hardy, uh, Nia Jax even said no. Like there was a group of people who got wronged by the WWE and said no. But you, the tattletell, who post everything on Twitter and said, like, this is a horrible thing. You ran right to that paycheck as quick as they called.
1: Punk ass. I also took and look, I, I know we have different perspectives. I I being a, you know, dude. Watching wrestling is different than a female doing wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. But the whole, like, talking about making history of the forbidden door thing, we've discussed this, like, you're not the first person to have come from another company and been on WWE television on a major Mm pay-per-view. Like, you're not the first to do that, ever. You're maybe the first in modern times, and we've discussed some of the aspects of, like, why you were an easy choice for them to make, and then... We might talk about it a couple times this week. Over on AEW, Dan Lambert said one of the best lines in pro wrestling recent history of, I thought you'd be aware of the danger of when a wrestler starts believing their own bullshit. So, like, all these, like, tear-stained fucking, like, I'm doing this for the workers, like, thing in the back. No, you're meaning I'm making it more easy for people to take dirty money Essentially, is all you mm-hmm. did. Is yeah. all you did. It, I, like, but am I wrong on that? Am I really a big asshole for saying that? Well, no, because it, it, no, you're not. But I think where
2: my frustration comes is, it wasn't as if everyone said yes, and now we're putting Mickey James in a position where if she doesn't say yes, why is she the only one that said no? Right? Everyone held firm right. Of the people I mentioned that they're, they weren't coming back. No, they, they got wronged and they know they have principle. And so they're not going to do it, but you did. And that's where I'm like, now it's, you know, February 3rd, you got to go back to impact. You got to go talk to those people that said no, when you said yes, yeah. and you got to work with them. And yeah. I guarantee you, they're going to look at you a little different, even if you don't know it in the back of their mind, they're
1: well, cause here's what it is. Like, Now you're not the inspiration, and you're not Jeff Hardy. You are Shane McMahon. You are Mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar, right? Like that's what you are. You're only here at Impact right now because they pushed you away. Is all that screams? It's like you would go over there now. You're you're Laura from Family Matters. That like you'd leave Stefan or you'd leave Steve for Stefan Mm -hmm. in a moment like that because you fucking suck as a human being. Reference good reference yeah right? yeah that's for the old right? heads yeah i want mean like to cheer for that relationship she was a, bad person.
2: She, <laughs> she was yeah. a bad person she is yeah i mean i don't blame her but also yeah <laughs> yeah i mean
1: yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying i'm a good person but I like, wasn't, why, yeah. why am i not getting cheered too <laughs> all right we'll move on <laughs> that's fun <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> The Brian Kendrick, all in the course of this week, was granted his WWE release he requested in January, was announced to appear on AEW Dynamite in a match against John Moxley, and then removed from that match and told he had no place in AEW when old social media posts surfaced where Kendrick made anti-Semitic comments and seemed to support various conspiracy theories including downplaying or questioning the Holocaust and the Sandy Hook school shooting dude and then he's on twitter saying like i don't believe that i just said yeah, you like oh, "Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah you going, huh?
2: it's Jeez, one dude. thing if you you know sign your name to something you may not fully understand right like you know when the people stand in front of the grocery store like hey would you uh support this legislation you're like ah uh, maybe right like it's one thing to
1: do that i even but- see how joe rogan gets into those where he's like so you're saying this and they're like yeah and he's like huh interesting and people are like he believes <laughs> right? it, right? right yeah. yeah, like no, he right. just
2: said. Interesting, right. right? Yeah, there are definitely times when, uh, especially, especially Joe Rogan does that. However, I watch these videos. I saw them. Oh, really? David, I have not. Yeah, follow oh. follow David Bixenband uh, <laughs> on Twitter. He, he's he's a fucking. He'll find out everything about you if, if, especially if you don't like it. But he'll find everything about you. So I watch. Well, I love that video. guy. Yeah, but I watch these videos, right? And man you didn't seem intoxicated, right? It wasn't a drunken rant where even yeah. then
1: I mean, kind of comes out drunk with... on your own brain,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. But you were saying that coherent sober and more than once matter of factly even. Yeah. And so I think you did believe it. I think you do believe it and sorry about your luck. Like, you know, what, what What do they say? Karma, right? Karma is a thing that people mm-hmm. believe in. Like, yeah. this is a time when if karma's real. Like, karma came back and bit you in the
1: ass. And, like, yep. don't feel bad for you. Yep. I don't feel bad. I, I do think this is also another instance of AEW really trying to jump the gun to be like, look at us, we're doing the cool thing and wrestling for people. And it's like, slow down now, here and yes, be a little. Yes, but in their defense,
2: you know? I will say this. In their defense, we never knew of this content in the x amount of years he was at right. 205 live right so it wasn't as if we've heard whispers and then he gets oh, he's released. Been
1: backstage worker for WWE, right. like he's been but training like, the ladies and, and all that
2: but no one collectively knew of an open secret that like brian kendrick hates jews or you know whatever it is right and so i think allegedly. what they're trying to allegedly <laughs> i think what they're trying to do and maybe i'm wrong here but i think they're using brian kendrick to further the story of John Moxley, Brian Danielson, because Brian Kendrick and John or Brian Danielson are good friends. John Moxley, maybe beats him up, brings out Brian Danielson. And now we maybe get a different story than what we got on dynamite, because we'll talk about it here in a moment, but that's what I think the, the, the we shotgun, that's but that's good. why I think we shotgun the Brian Danielson's now on uh, dynamite tonight. Right. Cause they had something cool planned, but again, you look, You can't talk bullshit, and then when you get caught, go like, but that was never me. The people know we've done this for eight years. You're going to pull fucking clips of me saying the worst fucking things, and I'm not going to go like, no, no, no. I'm going to say like, I was a fucking idiot, but like- We have grown
1: a lot, Tom and I in oh, the eight yeah. years we've been doing this podcast we are unrecognizable yeah. from the people that started this podcast in many ways yeah, but we'll tell me. you that I'm, yeah I'm we'll discuss now. it yeah we <laughs> yeah. will we will tell you like what we hated about us i mean like hey we'll, t- look, we'll tell you our therapists are fucking yeah, you know what I mean? It. like all right. kinds but of people like but people if you to call me up. on it
2: yeah if you call me on it i will tell you most likely that i have evolved but i'm not going to say these comments were never uh, about who I am. No, but probably at the fucking time it was. And now yeah. I'm not, it's called evolution. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah. that's why the, the, the apology from Brian Kendrick was so hollow when he said, I don't believe these things. It's like, yeah, maybe you said you did. and Now you don't, I believe yeah. that more than I never did. Cause yeah. The video say something else.
1: I believe that when me shit turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into another one. This one is fun. Because it's happening. Austin Gunn, according to a report from E-wrestling News this week, filed for a trademark of the name The Ass Boys in yeah. January.
2: <laughs> I love it. That has to happen sooner rather yeah, than later, please. right?
1: And listen, I This isn't just for like cheap grins and giggles like Gun Club, Austin and Colton Gunn and Billy, Billy Ass. Mm -hmm. If you are wanting to get to a next level with these guys, this is the shit that's going to get you on like the the fucking nightly talk shows and the stuff. The the name the ass boys will turn heads, cause controversy, especially for like and it will draw back eyes of people who knew who the ass man Billy Gunn was like. He was and, a, he was a star, a major star in one of the most watched times of pro wrestling. Oh,
2: definitely, and it allows you to evolve your character. But when let's just say this does catch fire, right? We're all chanting "Ass Boys." They're getting you know they're getting a tag team opportunity or tag team championship opportunity right now, right? But let's yep. just say a year from now, now they're more of a serious team. They can Two still go back, right, right? But they can still go back to the Gun Club, right? When it's time to like drop the shit and be a legit team, like they have that in their back pocket. Right. But until that time, ride like, yeah, ride this out. I love that he filed for it. That they means could, they that could he gets always, the joke.
1: So they could use the gun because they could go to like the gun show or they could they, they could do all kinds oh, of yeah. things, right? Use all mm-hmm. kinds of iterims with the name of the gun, but always be the ass boys when needed. Like the Yeah, that's what boys I'm saying. When you're gonna be like frat boyish mm-hmm. and you're gonna be fucking trying to do rap videos and shit you have to have to have to be the ass boys and i won't accept anything less
2: yeah i love it but i love that they get the joke right it's not one of those things that they're pushing away from or shying away from or like downplaying right. like,
1: oh now you them. use that in the storyline for a while i think you like continue this thing where the dad's like you're the ass boys mm-hmm. and they're like shut the fuck up no we're not yeah. like don't call me that right like and then girls are like "Oh, are you the ass boys and they're like yeah Yeah, (laughs) like just something, right? You just make it happen. Yeah, but Danhausen has to be the one that gets the credit. Oh yeah, on TV. More on Danhausen later. Yeah, he's the best. More on Danhausen later. This one is not fun. WWE released their 2021 fourth quarter documents this week, revealing nearly 1.1 billion dollars in revenue for 2021, the company's highest earning year ever. Net income for the year is $180.4 million, a new record for yearly profits, a number that was way above financial analysts or what financial analysts expected. And I still don't... i We're still not getting the answer from you people that are watching this. I also saw Royal Rumble set uh, a record for the most merch they'd ever sold at a Royal Rumble.
2: Who are you that likes
1: this? And why do you want it?
2: The merch... They're starting to get smart with, cause you know what they're doing? They're personalizing it. They're showing you the arch and St. Louis and mm. the WWE and St. Louis. And you love this city. Now just put a WWE they logo start with next Suplex to
1: city. it. Suplex city.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the merchandise they're getting way smarter on, cause obviously, you know, I'm from Kansas city, so I didn't care about any of the St. Louis stuff, but if they come to Kansas city and bring a, you know, royal rumble for christ's sake yeah. right like Got chief's logo might, on it you might yeah i'm yeah. i might buy some of that shit like uh, even though i don't really like them the the personalized merchandise is is one of the driving forces yeah. behind that right yeah now, now the second thing and this is i don't read those things i don't i couldn't tell you the itemize how they made their money but live content is king right now everyone wants live yeah. content that's oh, yeah, why the majority the U- of it's
1: from their Yeah, their partnerships, right? That's what I'm saying.
2: Because the UFC is making all-time record money because the ESPN needs to fill their time. NBC, Fox, they're paying WWE because they need live content because they don't have shows that people want to binge and, and record. So they refer to sports and now wrestling because people will watch that live so that's where the money in my opinion again i don't know exactly but that's where i'm thinking all this money comes from it's not me and you it's fox disney and nbc
1: so i i get it it's more fun to watch like a live event if you know than half of what they write anymore on television it's all Mm -hmm. tired and troped out Mm -hmm. but so is wwe right like how have we like i don't get it I don't get it. I had to stomach watching the rumble. And <laughs> I don't get what you like about it. And I need some feedback. I need people to get in this chat. I need people to use hashtag tweet the table and say, like, I love Nikki ASH because my grandmother used to fucking wear yellow. I don't. Somebody's got to tell me what is going on because it can't be anything but that. I will
2: say that was a cool spot. That was the coolest Nikki ASH ever oh, was we'll when there. she took
1: out. Yeah, um, and we'll Molly. get there We she took out Molly. Yeah, no, that's fun. That was- All right, but we'll move on. WWE making money, I guess. Fucking great. But
2: again, I don't think it's from us.
1: Ring of Honor announced the Briscoes will be the first inductees into their newly announced Hall of Fame. The Briscoes are the most decorated tag team in Ring of Honor history with 12 title reigns. And Jay Briscoe also held the singles world title for ROH Twice, making him one of only five wrestlers to hold the ROH world title more than once. You know who those are? No.
2: Wait a mm. minute. Tag team to hold it more than once?
1: Singles. So Jay oh, Briscoe held the singles title twice, and only five people have done that in ROH history. Held it multiple times, period. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is one of them. And Jay Briscoe is one of them, so there's two. Jay so Briscoe,
2: three more. yeah. And then I'm uh-huh. going to guess... Nigel McGuinness? Nope. Oh. Adam Cole.
1: Adam Cole Bay Bay?
2: Yeah. I'm going to say Brian
1: Danielson. It feels Ooh, like wrong. Nope. Ah. Nope, you're way off on these. It'll be Austin Aries and Rush. Oh. No. No. Austin Aries since I one of I've those five watching. men have held it a record three times and that is austin aries adam cole bay bay oh okay <laughs> interesting little trivia i was close
2: though for someone who doesn't watch that
1: shit yeah that's pretty good <laughs> an roh hall of fame i'm interest like interested way more than i am the existing impact wrestling hall of fame right I will say yes, but I will say one cool aspect
2: of what happened at that GCW show at the Hammerstein Ballroom was the night before, where I believe it was the first ever uh, Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame, where they were putting guys who guys and girls who most likely won't get the shine mm-hmm. from a WWE right. Hall of Fame. I like that. That's cool because yeah. then it exposes me to like industry leaders who helped the famous people I know. So I love that Hall of Fame. I, I'm looking forward to the second iteration of whatever that is. But yeah, Ring of Ring of Honor is also another. Yeah.
1: Historic. Interesting that they went with the Briscoe's for first ever. Now I get that's somebody that's there now and is helping to kind of still wave the flag and continue the legacy. Um and a lot of the WWE names are probably likely gonna be a hard deal to acquire. Well, yeah. right?
2: And also I believe that's a good like the I, I think the biggest shit the bed moment from uh tna's hall of fame was the first one was sting and sting mm-hmm. if you look at his career he did spend a long period of time there but you don't think of Sting in tna you think of Sting in wcw you had at
1: the and time i don't even think of tna as like sting either right, right. Like, yeah that's, that's what i'm saying that's not yeah. sort of the first yeah. but like you
2: had you had jeff Jarrett, aj styles you know you had a crop of people that you could have picked from so like they already fumbled their hall of fame and then they went with kurt angle i think was the second one right yeah. and so it was like Nah. Even though, again, Kurt Angle spent more of his career yeah. in TNA than he did WWE. But, but I think again.
1: everyone unilaterally at the time even was like, "That should have been Jeff Jarrett." You guys are fucking right. Like, and nobody yeah. likes Jeff Jarrett, right? But they right. were like, "You." But guys. it should have been him. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fucking.
2: And so I think it's good that at least you're starting off on the right foot. It's not the sexiest pick. It's not Brian Danielson or CM Punk or Samoa Joe, any of that stuff. But when you say Briscoes, you think Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, final story here. Another quick one here. Let's get. Rio announced on social media this week that she broke her collarbone. Rio did not say when this injury occurred or what her expected recovery time is, but did say her plan or her pain is mostly gone. Rio's last televised appearance was on January 8th, losing her title match to AEW Women's World Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, at AEW's Battle of the Belts.
2: I've read that it was that match that she broke her oh, collarbone nice. and it was pretty early on and she powered through so credit to her for not calling an audible. I mean again, yeah. I think you should cuz you probably caused more damage than needed, but yeah, so credit to her. And again, I'm not going to miss her. I just you know what I mean?
1: Don't so I I know I haven't seen anything real prior to like Showing up on American television and and AEW. Yeah. Um, So I don't know what the storylines were, and I don't know what their chops were in that regard here. But, like, all I see is somebody who can do the moves, nothing like doing anything again. We're talking, like, this isn't like Usain Bolt is sprinting against other fast people, right? This is just somebody with athleticism jumping around and smiling a lot. And I don't get why we're, like, getting that more often than we're getting miro or why or any other women on the roster at some point like i don't see the value jamie in like watching yeah. real yeah, jamie hater but can you, i would rather watch a nyla rose match like i don't mm-hmm. understand and not that nyla rose is bad i'm saying like there's yeah storytelling and acting in this and like mm-hmm. and, and there's a character there this is this is like a poster come to life i don't i don't know what is going on yeah, i don't she's... know why people are like rio i'm like why this goes back to the wwe thing like you people need to explain why at some point because i don't get it i think you're making it up or i think you're just like told to believe this and you do yeah why do people like this act of rio the the one girl hate it but like why do people like cheer for it
2: yeah i would say the one girl who came over during the pandemic uh who was like the uh dance dance revolution who was doing the songs and she would always do whatever that was right right that's at least a mosquito i think is her name cassidy right like i can understand if you like that right like i maybe don't but like i get it if you do but to your point with rio that's i mean that's a carbon copy of just creator of female wrestler right like if i have a video game it might spit out real because I might not put a lot of effort Never in it. You know what I mean? Say
1: WWE didn't know how to like do anything with a foreign character that couldn't speak the language. Like this is the same. But again, I, I think that, that
2: is her character. I think, I think if we watch, you know, shimmer or something else, like
1: that it's is just, her. but it's just bounce around and smile. Like, I don't <laughs> get it. I don't know why. And wrestling fans are weird. Yeah,
2: you guys are so weird. Thanks for joining and listening. (laughs) Thanks for joining.
1: That was the mother-loving news. Some fun stories in there, some interesting stories, some ones I don't get, but, uh, you know, is what it is. And if we didn't get your favorite story, we don't care. <laughs> You're not here. Tell us in hashtag tweet the table. Here. How about that?
2: <laughs> tell us in hashtag tweet the table that we didn't get a story. Send there us some
1: donations, right? You can go on the YouTube channel uh, right up there. There's links up there. You can link from there or you can go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's links up there for the PayPal merch table if you want to buy some stuff. Uh, we love you. If we miss a story, honestly tell us, like Tom said. Yeah. You might not still care, but you can tell us. <laughs> <Yeah. It'd laughs> what we do care about, though, is talking to you. So we do care. And one of the easiest ways to do it if you can't watch live and chat with us, is to use hashtag TweetTheTable on Twitter, and we'll pick those up on the very next episode. Just like at Theo75 tweeted us, and he said, I am watching the hashtag Royal Rumble and waiting for Mac to jump in the barrier or jump the barrier and enter the Rumble. Hashtag TweetTheTable. And man, this show probably would have went a lot more viral, Tom. It would have.
2: It definitely would have. I probably would have been bored, though, going to the barrier like it wasn't you know i wasn't in the well, mood the world to like,
1: or, the world beat you probably were gonna go but then you saw shane mcmahon you're like oh shit this guy's best gonna in kick the world in his ass best in the world Best in the world, world. yeah <sighs> <clears throat> right them them punches
2: yeah Atlanta. but i was never at a point where it was a fever pitch that i was going to lose control of my actions and maybe jump the barrier right like it was a very pedestrian and ordinary event right now. Again, I don't know what is uh what's on deck for hashtag tweet table. I will say though, for as much as it kind of fell at the finish line, it started great. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins doing the fucking old shield intro mm-hmm. or entrance, you know, like I was into it. Yeah. You know, we got the women, right? the, the Sasha Banks doing a little booty dance or whatever it was, you know, like we had there some was fun times momentum
1: in the rumble matches where I was like, all right, they're doing this. Well, like the almost thing, they were doing it well, right. Until they eliminated him. Yeah. Like that, that went soft. The, the, who knows what the Kofi thing would have been. Yeah. How did and that come across by the way in <laughs> live? Did people understand what went, happened? Aww. Yeah. We yeah, went, they got the big Aww. screens up and stuff. Huh? You could, yeah. Yeah.
2: We yeah. could see. And so he jumped towards us and when his feet hit, we're like, Ah oh, man. Now, here's the thing, though. Uh, do we have any more Rumble tweet tables? Yeah. All
1: oh, right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll save them. it. I'll save okay. it. Yeah, I'll save it. All, though. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about this one. Two people wanted to tweet about this. So I'll read to them. At Ash Hendricks, 92 says, Lesnar did not need to win the Rumble. SMH, hashtag tweet the table. And then at AUC it says, Brock is here to win this underwhelming Rumble match. This is damn near poetic. Hashtag Royal Rumble, hashtag tweet the table. And man, this is one of the, the letdowns, right? Because like it just, you don't need Lesnar to earn his spot in the Rumble to like get here. You let him show up after being gone for years sometimes and just be like, you and me, punk. Right, like and and everybody's just like, oh shit, okay. Guess I gotta fight fucking Brock now because Brock gets to call his own shots. He doesn't have to win an elimination chamber, he doesn't have to win a fucking Royal Rumble to for you to book him there, right? It just it feels wasted. Well, can we go into the world- It feels like you didn't know how to book, so you were like, Well, this was believable. Well, so they did know
2: how like they did know what they were doing, right? It was purpose every decision they made. But can we jump in the world of kayfabe just for a quick second? Let's just jump in the, the quick world yeah. of kayfabe pro wrestling, right? Yes. So he has a match earlier in the night yep. against Bobby Lashley, and yep. that had some buzz. That was that had some feel of like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? Now, I was yelling, where's Roman the entire time because I you could see what was going to happen from a mile away. However, it still had some buzz, right? But again, let's jump in the world of kayfabe here for a moment. So all of this is real, right? To us, right? This is a story. We're watching it, you know? So you're trying to tell me, WWE, that Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman as his advocate would then get betrayed by that advocate, but yet still have the, the thought to put him in the rumble in case he lost? Like, how did he get in the rumble? I would have almost... If you were going to say Brock Lesnar wins the rumble, right? Like that's the decision. Like if you say Thomas fucking book the rumble, but the winner has to be Brock Lesnar, right? Have him beat up whoever number 30 is, you know what I mean? But then he just runs out and is like, I'm 30 at the start of the night. You were the champion. So how the fuck did you get in the match? Like, right. It's those little things
1: that they don't fucking think about. That makes it lame. Yeah, and again, that's what makes it lame. Is because if you come to that thing, the, the easy answer is like, again, he didn't need to win the Rumble. Somebody wins the Rumble. He shows up and he's like, hey, I don't like that decision. Me and you for the chance yeah, at you WrestleMania. Have a, he'll win the Rumble. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin win the fucking Rumble or something. Right. Yeah, Right. Happy Corbin, whatever. And then, yep. you know, whatever. And he comes out and he's like, nah, you're not it. Sorry, pal. You know, I told I told him in the back that I, you know what I mean. Like they could count a on Brock Lesnar arm. never wrestling again, or yeah. or I get to challenge you for your WrestleMania match, and then they're like, "You can't do that to me." And he's like, "Oh, I can." Ring the bell, and then fucking F five, and he's got it.
2: Yeah, yeah, he could have strong arm Adam Pearce because we've already seen him do it before. He could have done that backstage, and then that's how he got the opportunity. Or again, you could have had. At the number thirty spot, Apollo Cruz, who was not in this fucking match, which blows my mind, you could add him walk down, get sideswiped by Brock Lesnar, F five, whoever comes out. Let's just say it's Adam Pearce again. Brock Lesnar, you know, flexes on him, and Adam Pearce is like, okay, fine. And then Brock Lesnar gets in the match. But again, in the world of kayfabe, it makes no fucking sense that your champion has the has the thought that yeah. I have a contingency plan if I get turned on. Because a couple of ways, on.
1: right. He doesn't think, Brock Lesnar's never the type to be like, well, in case I lose, let's right. have a backup plan. Yeah. We don't believe that. So then that means after this match happened, he went on, holy shit, I got to get the title back. Not on, I got to go beat Paul Heyman's ass. Not yeah. on any of that. Yeah. It's, I got to get back in this match so I can get back at other people now. I can go focus on Roman. It's almost like why does he care about this other title then, mm-hmm. if he yeah. just wants to go after Roman? So like, and this, so then, so then he had to have strong armed his way in because they. But we again, didn't see it. because to me, I understand they already had the thirtieth entrance, entrant booked. Yeah, but we should have seen that the next day. We should have seen that heel being like, "You stole it from him." He's like, "Tough shit, pal." Yeah. Testicle cool. fucking twist, and then you know, and even over.
2: more so. The, the smartest guy in the room, Paul Heyman, as his advocate, knowing he was going to turn on Brock Lesnar, you would have thought, again, if this is all real, Paul Heyman would have figured out a way to not get Brock Lesnar in the yeah. Royal Rumble, right? But nothing was explained, and it was just, hey, that's fun. Don't you guys like music? It's, it's playing again. Fuck out of here.
1: Fuck out of here. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break from the rumble for a second and go yeah, back out let's to do Ash, at Ash Hendricks ninety two, and he says, "Can anyone explain Danhausen to someone that has never seen a match, please? Hashtag the best. tweet the table." He's so Danhausen is a wrestler who has been possessed by a demon, mm-hmm. and this is the result you see now. Maybe I, you know explaining the character it is it is comedy based, right? But he's also a good wrestler and. He uses that sort of demonic stuff, albeit is it in his head? Does is there results? Sometimes there appears to be actual results. So it's it's yeah, it's intriguing, it's fun, it's it's akin to orange cassidy. That's a what little I was say. More, you know, Silliness.
2: Flavor. Yeah. A, a little bit more silliness. I would say it's a demon possessed orange Cassidy right. in AEW. Yeah. Again, now if you don't know who Orange Cassidy is, then we've got a lot of it well, And I think the do, beauty of yeah. it is
1: because of some of these extra layers, there's a whole lot more stuff you can do with stories and fun breaks. And you can even get serious with it if you had to in some instances. A little bit easier, I think, than with the Orange Cassidy. So I'm a oh, fan of Dan Housen, and I encourage you to go fun, check out some of his stuff.
2: Yeah, and how much fun was it on night one of Dan Housen officially in oh. AEW – And he's cursing John Moxley, the most serious wrestler other than maybe Eddie Kingston, on the damn roster. And he's going, "You're cursed!" Like, like, him,
1: He's getting hit and getting taken out.
2: And look, look look back to the Adam Cole Orange Cassidy match when he debuted. He cursed Adam Cole. Adam Cole ends up shitting the bed and losing the match. So maybe there is something to these curses. Maybe
1: there's something to it. We'll see. Yeah, stay tuned. You'll love Dan before You see him.
2: Yeah, check him out. Uh, Check out also his Twitter. He gives the greatest names to pro wrestlers. It's not Chris Jericho. It's Chris Judas. It's uh, Brian Danielson, not Danielson. Uh,
1: He's perfect. Always in the vein of like where it's almost like it's just because he couldn't have been bothered he's moving so fast to to actually learn the real name right he knows who it well is. and then he also yeah you know, like that old guy is like ah billy like you're like it's tom mm-hmm. and you're like i fucking know who you are shut up and get over here yeah
2: <laughs> well and then he also because of this demon possessed uh wrestler you know he thinks he retired undertaker in 1993. he'll tell you that <laughs> yeah. he retired undertaker in 1993 and the rest of it was a retirement tour <laughs> the entire rest of his career <laughs> after 93 was a retirement yeah like it's just great stuff so like the 90s. beauty of
1: the Danhausen character peeling back the curtain is the guy playing the Danhausen character is hilarious right he's mm-hmm. a very, very creative good. mind and just got he figures it out. it out he figures it out hey here's a name you haven't heard in a while Tom okay el ultimo uno hey yeah he yeah! says he says Cameron okay hashtag tweet the table now listen, the idea of Cameron coming out is fine, is great even when you have your storyline of Naomi and you have your storyline of, of, you know, whatever the fucker is Sonya Deville. But, mm-hmm. like, all you did was have Sonya Deville shit can her and then it's too late for her to, like, help or maybe turn on Naomi or do anything interesting of any storyline merit other than make Sonya Deville look like an asshole, which you have already accomplished. We all already understand that.
2: So... Okay, so this is where I want to get into a little bit of the just total lack of detail that came from this Royal Rumble. Here's just a couple of fucking things that I yelled from the crowd that they could have done. First off, yeah. Cameron gets eliminated before Naomi is even in the fucking match. Yeah. They don't even get a, a they don't get to stare each other down.
1: They don't get a bump. They don't get to be mad or happy with each other at all.
2: Right. At all. You could have easily. Yeah. You could have easily had all the women go to the corners and then Cameron and Naomi, literally you play the Funkadactyls music. Someone throws them pom poms and you get a silly ass moment like that. Right. That, that's idea number one. You know what idea number fucking two is, Tim, that they didn't even fucking do for the hardcores? You have, and they put them in the fucking match, so you had the talent to do it, but again, no one's fucking thinking. You had Alicia Fox and Melina... And you yeah. could have had the fucking two of them standing there, and because that's Cameron's fucking match, the three of them could have had a little moment that would have paid off a silly joke she, she from could have five been, years
1: ago yeah, or she whatever. Could have been like, oh my God, it's YouTube, right? Like, yeah, exactly. She could have been like the greatest and, wrestling match of all time. She could have been like hugging them and asking for autographs and shit, and they would have been like, and threw her out, right? And like, they like, are
2: the ones who throw her out, and now is that your story? And they did team? that
1: with the Bellas, right? They did that with the Bellas and Alicia Fox, right? She's like, fuck, uh-huh. it's Bellas, and they're like, yeah, you fuck out of here right right like, same thing could happen there it's yep. easy but it's like it it gives that little nugget to the yeah to the person to, who's not... it gives a reward for watching all of this shit yeah. right so <laughs> yeah.
2: that's fucking one there right that there's plenty of other examples but then the most aggravated i got in that whole fucking royal rumble match was in the men's royal rumble match you fucking knuckle dragging idiots you tell me for weeks, weeks fucking weeks you tell me dominic and Rey mysterio mm. are having this fun fucking thing where one of them might eliminate yeah. the other and they're not even in a, they're not even in the ring at the same time you did five segments i'm i am gonna guess of who's gonna eliminate who and they don't work together or even tease yeah. it in the fucking He's match because they're his never kid, even like, in their
1: ubers if he threw him out at the Rumble, like all the stuff, all the they stuff. They didn't even, they didn't even have them in the match together. I don't even remember. I forgot both of them were in the match. They didn't Because they did nothing. Right. You had no moments created because you didn't even think. The only thing you thought of,
2: like you said, was, and it was probably from the fucking Bellas because they know their characters, is, hey, if Alicia Fox is in there, let's do this. And Alicia Fox is like, that's great. And then. We had that right, but no. One, I mean, who's fucking remembering Team Bellas in in a glowing light, right? Nobody. Fuck out of here. All that shit was bad. Team bad. Yeah. Team. But porn Melina name, whatever Fox the fuck it Fox is a
1: meme around the wrestling community. It is known Everywhere. across every hardcore. The Mysterios of the is a story you don't have to have seen any WWE programming to know. Father you go, son. Here's father son, and then they have this little, yeah, you know, and what All they gotta be is like, remember, they've been, they've been discussing if what would happen if this happened all week, right? And
2: that's the other thing is, um, it, it, on on the surface level, you just go like, "Oh, what happened if a father and son were in the Royal Rumble?" Okay, right. But like, you told us that.
1: Yeah, you, you told us told that.
2: Told us that yeah. this could happen, and they're not even in the. Yeah. God,
1: you, you donated. Fuck- you or you dedicated live television yeah. time to that,
2: and they're not even in there together. Yeah, you, you were fucking- telling us that on a
1: three second delay, you motherfuckers. <laughs>
2: <God>. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, we got no delay here, by the way.
2: Yeah, but like. They just piss their pants writing this fucking match, like, God
1: bless America. Well, because again, it sounds like they allow for whatever reason. This is how McMahon runs this operation, is he has a couple producers back there, but clearly nobody's like the lead producer. And like, so Shane McMahon gets to come in and he's like, Yeah, he's producing the Rumble match too. And then and then they're like, He is? And they're like, Yeah, and they're like, All right, well, which one of us gets to make the call? And Shane's like, I do. Look at my last name, motherfucker. And then it gets to Vince. He's like, who the fuck did this? And they're like, Shane. He's like, no, change that. Change that. And like, they just, they don't have a clear-cut pan, plan, and they're always doing the shit the day of. It's, yeah. It was, it was so,
2: after it was done, I, I believe when Ray got eliminated, and then a few spots later, later Dominic came in. Like, I got red-faced mad, because I realized what the fuck they just did, and how stupid it was. And it's just like, I almost checked out right then. And just like, I don't care. I hope stone yeah. cold Steve Austin comes out. Cause that's the only thing that's going to make me happy. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. nothing. Dude, dude, uh, this rumble, the men's one specifically, the women's one Cameron, right? She's an idiot. It was silly. I kept on yelling pin everyone when they were laying on their stomachs. Cause she's an idiot. Remember that when she did that. Yeah. Um. But like the men's match had all fucking tag team guys you think montez ford's winning that no you nope. think uh dawkins is winning that nope you think happy corbin or uh madcap moss are winning nope. it nope but you know who you didn't have in the fucking match finn balor who's on the fucking poster when i walked in apollo cruz who's a former intercontinental champion Fucking sheldon benjamin you could have even had in there who's a single star which you know whatever None of it. You put in all these lower mid-card tag team guys and just go like, but Brooklyn, right? You guys like it when Brockland's? Fuck out of here. That bullshit. It was fun
1: to count down from 10 to 1. Right. Another quick break from the Royal Rumble. At FTW, Scotty says, how do we feel about Sammy Guevara's second win title reign? I feel like it'll definitely be better than the first, but Cody was kind of making the belt hotter than Sammy was. In the words of an e-drone, I guess we'll let it play out. Hashtag tweet the table.
2: I will say, if you're paying attention to Twitter, which AEW fans are doing more of than, you know, let's say the older WWE crowd is, right? I will say, you know, Friday night, he'll be taking on Isaiah Cassidy from Private Party. If you go to Private Party's Twitter account right now, you know, if you're watching this live or listening to this on on Twitter live, however you are, go to Private Party's Twitter account, And you're going to see that their new profile picture is Tay Conti in a bathing suit. And it's, hey, Tay, how are you? Tay and Isaiah, all these things. Like, if we're going to do that with these open challenges, we could build on something with Sammy Guevara doing something. But if we're just going to say Sammy Guevara can beat anyone in the world that's at the mid-card level, open challenge Friday, I'm not into that. So yeah. we'll Sammy see Gamera
1: faces packed now for no
2: reason. Right. Like yeah. It's open just, challenge. And it's right. like, okay, but there's, there's only no so much there's No reason. Yeah. Well, there's only so many times you can do the, wow, it's this person versus Sammy. Like one nah. again,
1: especially with AEW, your demographic, you're not catching a whole lot of people who might kind of think some of this is really real. Right wwe is a different scenario we've been in the both some of these crowds right like Mm -hmm. different crowds right a little more Mm -hmm. awareness in the aw crowd so we know that's not like a legit competition right so you can't just be like open challenge just beating everybody it's like there's nothing for me to like okay yeah because you wrote it that way (laughs) yeah like you're not giving me any twists and intrigue and turns. Well, and also you can
2: you can't just keep debuting new people to get the pop, right? It can't be Jay Lethal or Tony Niece, like Brian eventually. Kendrick. Yeah, you can't be that. Now, I will say we you haven't can't maybe, be Brian Kendrick. right yeah. can't be that anymore. But we we possibly do have something to build on because next week, uh, everyone's favorite Uncle Chris Jericho said that uh, the Inner Circle are going to do a team meeting. There could be fallout from that, right? We could see Sammy taking on Chris Jericho for the TNT championship. That would be fun, right? Like Jericho goes heel on inner circle or Sammy goes heel on however it is, right? So positive and patient, but let's not do the first time with Sammy. So that's what I would say. All
1: right. Well, we're going to go out to Katie, the first lady on Twitter, but I'm glad uh, uh, we can pause right before that because she's in the chat in the YouTube saying, hey, like the women's rumble match, the men's rumble bored me to tears, right in the worst pile. Yeah,
2: mm. I will say the women's was more fun. There was yes. more,
1: I had more like smiling moments in the women's. Yes,
2: and also there was more intrigue of who was going to win that match, right? You had viable contenders in Bianca Belair, yeah, um, mm-hmm. obviously Charlotte, but then, um, Rhea Ripley. And then obviously Ronda Rousey, like there's more than one person that could win that. When Brock got in there, we all knew what was happening.
1: So, and that, especially with that Brock thing, like at the time when it was nearing down, yes, the men's rumble was boring and slow, but at the time as it was nearing down, they had like, I don't know, like eight people left. Maybe I think when Brock got in there Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is actually a decent group. I wonder who they're gonna, you know what I mean? Like have come out of this. And then there was like coming down the last couple of people and I was like, this is an interesting group and we'll see one more. Right. And I was like, yeah. All right. They could do something here, right? I'm I'm kind of interested to see how this goes. And then Brock hits the ring, and I think in like 45 seconds, shit can't six of the people, mm-hmm. like just makes it like it was clear. If Brock ever wants in this match, you might as well just fuck off. Yeah, just you jump like, over the rope. Just, just like, hey, fuck it. Again, like
2: yeah, biggie. I, like honestly, uh, the the only contenders that you could have thought was gonna win until entrant number 30 was maybe riddle. Cause you could have done something with right. him and Wharton, right? Maybe biggie because he is a yep. former world champion and honest to God, that's it. Like you're not believing Dolph right. Ziggler. You're not no. believing Robert rude. You're not believing Otis. You're not believing Chad Gable. And so fuck out of here. Like that's what was so bad is none of the people that you built
1: up and I'm sorry, viable one of these times in the mids match one of the times one of the fucking times in my life just like i gotta see the failed hot tag can the big guy actually dominate his way and win the fucking uh battle royal or rumble match like can we make it realistic once almost like come on that's, (laughs) that's
2: that's another aspect that i thought they could have done that they just decided not to do have an all giant spot you got enough fucking big guys you can do it. You can have who's the guy that comes out with gender? That that young guy that's yeah, way bigger not than
1: Bear right? The other Right, one.
2: that guy. You <laughs> yeah. could have had you could have had a three man spot of that guy almost and Commander Aziz and it's like, "Well, fuck, I'm usually the biggest guy in the match, but see, the, you know what I mean? That's where like Nothing.
1: you know how guys accidentally like eliminate each other sometimes? Like have mm-hmm. the big men do that. It's always this idea that like Everyone eventually 14 up. people gang up on him. And like, sure. But like, you do that every time. Every and like, time. and almost is, I don't think they're wrong. Like we've seen like, like reports of the undertaker reaching out and being like, listen, this can be the fucking guy. And he like urged, uh, like almost specifically, like, please call me so I can mm-hmm. tell you how not to let them ruin your shit. Right. right? Yeah. Like is basically what he said. Like you have to be protected and I need to tell you how to do that. Like, because he does have some of that charisma and like, like understanding what his role is here and how mm-hmm. to play it. And, and man, this isn't helping, right? I know the true. spots where it looked like he was unstoppable help for a second, but now it you looked like it happening. all you had to do was make him a little bit tipsy.
0: Yeah. He well, you well, just
2: knew what was going to happen when enough people were in the ring. You know what I mean? But that's again, the lack of originality. It was, let's play the hits. Hey, the big guy gets eliminated by 10 guys when, and I, I'm not saying my ideas are the best, but wouldn't it have been a little bit more interesting if in the, you know, 10, 11, 12 spot, you eliminate everyone before that, except for maybe, let's say, AJ Styles. And it's even there. You have AJ Styles standing in the middle of the ring, and it's Vera Mahan, the other guy that's with Jinder Mahal, uh, Commander Aziz, and Amos. And he's like, what in the fuck? Like, <laughs> these are trees standing next to me. Like, that would have been entertaining. But we just fucking don't want to do
1: anything fun.
2: Nope.
1: God, it's so stupid. Well, here we go. At Katie First Lady says, Rollins out here with the Shield music? That's such a sick move. Hashtag Royal Rumble. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And yeah, I mean, they alluded, you know, they sprinkled some Shield stuff into their stuff, and so he comes out and does the, you know, the thing.
2: This was the match of the
1: night. This was the coolest oh, sure. fucking thing. Yeah.
2: I loved everything. When he's down on the ground and he's like, I'll always love you. And he's trying to do the fist thing to him. Like, it's the closest thing. Now, again, we've booked Roman Reigns to be 15 different things at one time now. Like, it's his character is getting lost in the shuffle of what he even is. But you had the closest thing in WWE to, like, Batman and Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Where... Batman is wanting to kill this guy. It's a very good reference. Joker just, he knows him, right? Like, aha, you're not going to. Come on, brother. Like, And it's like, that was, that match, after that match, I was like, I am so glad I'm here. I think I'm going to be at an all-time great. I was fucking wrong. But that match was awesome. Yeah. I loved all of that match.
1: Well, again, like, they only they put forth minimal writing and only for a couple storylines and Mm -hmm. Roman's one of those. And Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins knows how to like make the best of everything you put him in Yeah, and work with it. it So like, yeah, the
2: way it ended where he still had his hand on the rope, but Roman decided not to, because again, he knows like he gave it his best effort and the motherfucker isn't dying. Right. And so he's going to hold on because he's a bad guy, which Mm -hmm. sometimes he is sometimes anyhow. Right. So like, The finish, even though it was a DQ, I was like, good job. Great. And then they even told a little bit more story where Roman recreates Seth Rollins, uh, heel turn on him with the chair. And it was like, Mm -hmm. this is perfect. Yeah. And then Roman just interjects in Brock's match. And I was just like, man, really? We're just going to forget about all that fun we had at the start. Did I forget? Didn't we already do Roman and
1: Brock? Like, didn't we? We've do done we it do twice this? at WrestleMania. But, like, just even in this recent, like, head of the table shtick, you yeah. we already do this? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> the fuck, man? They suck so bad. It's just,
2: yeah. And then Seth Rollins just gets in the elimination chamber because, again, he got screwed out, which makes sense in kayfabe land, right? If we're yeah, going but not back into it? real. But, like, but also, gonna why? But why would he want to do that? Wouldn't he want a rematch with Roman? They already told
1: us what is what is going to happen. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) All right, let's move on. To at El Ultimo. Oh, no. He says, okay, okay. I enjoyed right to Censor Ivory. Hashtag tweet the table. And that's how you use, like, the returning. You need that, like, portal in time, right? Like, Mm -hmm. a character that is long gone is now suddenly back, and they're like, ah, right? My old stomping grounds. And then it ain't your old stomping grounds anymore, right?
2: Yeah, and it was to a tea of what her character was these mm. women and acting like skanks or whatever she said you know but she held the mic the entire time yes. she wasn't letting go yeah, she no. gets fucking thrown out yeah, she's, she's still like how dare you shit. afterwards yeah. like yeah. you signed
1: up for this <laughs> it was yeah. perfect it. the music was way annoying. better than anything ivory could have done right because anything else ivory there's no like character trait to bite onto but that coming out
2: Oh, if she Instantly. would have just said like, hey guys, I'm back, everyone like, okay, but like Neat. but you come out as right to censor and you just go straight heel like yeah. it would have been okay, but it was taken to a new level when she was given the microphone. If she yeah. would have just walked out
1: fine. Oh yeah, no.
2: But the yeah. the promo is what made it and that was yes. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She was one of the better ones Love for sure. It. And she's like eighty seven years old, I think. Easy easy she's not may young out here okay
1: (laughs) 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 all right um at ftw scotty says shouldn't santana and ortiz be more of the fiery baby faces rather than looking incompetent without the help of jericho i'm feeling mad about that hopefully we'll have a better track when eddie's back hashtag tweet the table and so this was from last week but i wanted to Mm -hmm. throw it in there because we didn't get to it but um you know now we see jericho on dynamite all fully hair plugged and teeth straightened and everything looking like a brand new man right and calling himself an influencer he's more influential than someone on well we're getting the inner circle breakup here then right i don't know but because he said attendance is mandatory and you don't tell Mm -hmm. santana and ortiz right what's mandatory right you don't tell any of them that's what i
2: think may happen is mm-hmm. attendance is mandatory Sammy and he's the only like, one in the I ring. It- he's like, no. Hold a title he without was-
1: you. You were never around yeah. for this.
2: And then Jake Hager's like, you don't tell me what to do, right? Yeah. Like, I got Bellator fights coming up. Like, so it could be I think that would be fun. Here's the thing that's sad, but also interesting to me. Is I think we've reached the jump the shark moment with Chris Jericho. You know, the first three years in AEW, he was doing you know, release the Hounds. Uh, I'm the youngest AEW World Champion. The all stuff with Orange things, Cassidy. Right. he, All of it was great. The the Five Labors of Jericho mm-hmm. was great. But once the, he beat MJF...
1: Dance, dinner, debonair, oh, or whatever. Oh, yep.
2: yeah. But uh, to me, as soon as he got the win over MJF, when he shouldn't have, if we're being yeah. honest, everything since then, even on commentary, has just been... Hey, man, you got anything else to do?
1: (laughs) And to Jericho's credit, what makes him an all-time great is that, like, he's been able to notice that and switch it up. Let's see if he notices it now. But it's time. And Jericho, if you're watching, which I know you are, thanks. Yeah. Uh, It's time. But GFY and influencer whatever. Yeah, now you're forcing it, and it's the jumping the shark moment. You're right. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. All right, we'll go back out to Katie. Katie First Lady says, referencing Lita and Becky says, this will be cool, but I did want Asuka to come out. I miss her. Hashtag where's Asuka? Hashtag tweet the table. Um, Yeah, man, I'm not sold on this Lita thing. I I really, Oh,
2: I, well, so you got to remember where the match is going to take place. This wasn't a WWE Let's write Lita into a championship opportunity. This was Saudi Arabia, who remember was still asking for Ultimate Warrior oh, when he it. was right. dead.
1: Yeah, because that's the what they're getting over there, probably. They're yeah. getting old footage, yeah.
2: Right. And so they're asking for this hot new commodity, Lita, to be in attendance. And that's why we're getting Lita and versus Becky. Now, you could still tell some fun stories though, right? Because Becky sure. called yeah. her the GOAT, right? Like she acknowledged that Lita is a legend and all that. So there is this aspect of maybe she's intimidated fighting her hero kind of thing. We could do that, but the entire reason this match is happening is that Blood Prince Diamond guy said, I want Lita. He probably also asked for Trish and got Lita instead. Or That's one of the two, it. you know what I mean? Probably
1: yeah. didn't ask for Trish and got Lita instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, man. Yeah, Interesting. All right, we'll move on because we talked about this earlier and this one's going to be fun. At El Ultimo Uno says, with Mighty Molly showing up, I expected an Avengers-level type of team-up between her and Nikki A.S.H. Well, those hopes were dashed. Hashtag tweet the table. And no, I like this more. Oh, that was great. That was so much fun. I mean, she didn't even get a
2: move in. She didn't even no. get to
1: the ring before she, her ass was kicked. I thought, it perfect. It was sinking in this Nikki A.S.H. thing. And now, if this is what Nikki A.S.H. had in mind all along, and like, listen, no. I got to do this to get there. No. Then cool, but I don't believe that. Yeah. No. Um, and this will at least be better than what we've been getting out of that. Shit. Yeah.
2: Now, again, there's a lot of work we can do with this Nikki. ASH, almost a superhero, Nikki, almost mm-hmm. a superhero. Like already it's fucking dumb. But if we're going into delusional superhero territory, I might watch. Right. That's a little right. interesting to me.
1: So right, we'll see. But that I was a great spot what pro wrestling used to survive on is that even the ones that are a little more realistic right like let's say wcw was more realistic back in the day than the cartoon oh, yeah. wwf mm-hmm. but it's still it still fringes on things that are like the absurd right mm-hmm. they're like okay i mean like yeah that could happen and somebody could say it but like that doesn't happen in real life right like the, mm-hmm. you know people don't screw people over, like, yeah, like it's fucking soap opera all the time, and that kind of stuff. But like right. that's what they've gone away from. Yeah, delusional superhero. Look, we, well, yeah. people, we can connect to that because we all know somebody that's kind of delusional about something, mm-hmm. right? And so this mm-hmm. just takes that to the extreme and turns it up to 11.
2: Yeah. I mean, we even have that right now on HBO with former 16-time world champion John Cena playing Peacemaker, where right. he's in Good dumbass... Yes, right? Like, so you could just steal it. Just Look, you guys are so fucking lazy. Just steal it all. Just take it and put it for her, you know? At least it's not the main event. Everybody steals from everybody now. Every type of story's been written now. That's why- I, No, like, I'm saying, like, legitimately just watch that episode yeah. and then have her do that the next week. Like, okay, so you're going to blow up a bus. I don't know. That's yeah. why he did it. Like that, what are you doing tonight,
1: do You'd be like, I don't know. You tell me. No, I told you to watch the fucking show. God damn it. Pull it up now. Right, yeah. <laughs> watch it now. Exactly. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the final one, then. Final one, Tom. Final Tweet the Table. We encourage you to also use hashtag Tweet the Table. We'll read it right here next week. At FTW, Scotty says, No way Team Taz aren't the most over-faction at the end of this year, right? Hashtag Tweet the Table. Oh, well, there's a way, but they should be. There's one way
2: that they're the most over-faction in AEW, and maybe pro-wrestling. And that's because of one word, hook. hook. You push that motherfucker to the moon, and yes, yeah. again, Ricky Starks is cool, and Ricky Starks is 1980s
1: disco glam. He's akin right? to you know early The Rock, right? Nah, he's not that cool. Akin to it, right? I'm saying yeah. like he's like that yeah. kind of character, right? Yeah. Where he's like. Look at all my fancy clothes. I'm yeah. really full of myself. Look right. at my abs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm funnier than you. I'm sarcastic. That kind of thing. And so I like him. I'm not saying I dislike him. But you kick that
2: motherfucker to the side. You run with powerhouse hobbs, fucking wearing no shirt and a mink coat and hook with that fucking cool ass weird hair. And yep. Taz being disgruntled old man. And that fucking takes over the world. Who's beating yeah. that? Who's beating that?
1: Huh? Who's beating that? Nobody. Beating Hook and powerhouse. No.
2: I'm telling you. Okay, so that was the last one. Let's yep. get to AEW real quick. Yes. Just think of that. So I want to go right into it. We're not going to cover yeah. the whole thing because
1: we've yeah, been fuck going it, for yeah, a while. We'll but fuck it.
2: Yeah, but you think of Hook and and powerhouse Hobbs being like. Fucking gangsters. We've all seen these motherfuckers. We know what we're talking about. Hanging out in the streets, maybe smoking a fucking Marlboro, and another one smoking a Black and Mild, and they're putting it out, and they're asking you why the fuck you looking at them when they're smoking. Like, those motherfuckers, right? Yeah, them standing in the ring, and then, from last night, how fucking cool is Malachi Black and Brody mm. King walking out? That shit Ooh. was like, I'm in. Like, that was fucking... Fucking rude. Yeah, we
1: need to get into them doing a little bit more spooky weird shit to people and But like, not I mean, but they're... not
2: breaking into Undertaker Kane stuff. No. Just uh-uh. the
1: like just the like No, hey. like no, like spooky like in in let's say a real life scenario, Tom, you were coming out to my house out here, live out in a rural area, mm-hmm. you took a mm-hmm. wrong turn, you're in a wooded yeah. road, your car breaks mm-hmm. down, and these two motherfuckers with horns start walking up to you. Right. And you yeah. know nobody's ever seeing from you again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: You you're waking up in a basement. You see those two guys walking you're trying to figure out how to carry yourself
1: before these guys get a hold of you. Exactly. You know what I
2: mean <laughs> like but uh. you run that into and even I will say this. The presentation I said this on uh Twitter at Table Show cuz I live tweet during AEW Dynamite, please join us. But I uh I tweeted this during the show, but just the presentation of Death Triangle with Pinta and then PAC uh assuming that he was blind Mm. being walked down by Alex. And then the contrast of Malachi black and Brody King. Like I was hooked before they even rang the bell. I was like, yes, what the fuck's going to happen here? You got bird box two versus fucking weirdos from the basement. Yeah. It was awesome. But the presentation was already in there. Like they could have just done fucking side headlocks. And I'm like, this is fun. This is going to be great. Like, you know, they killed it, but like, Oh, that was so cool. Yeah.
1: That was great. Loved it. And, and,
2: oh, if you push right now, you push the fucking skip. This would be fun. Oh, Tim, let's have some fun. And then we're going to talk about the main event. But let's have some fun here. You push, like you said, we're going into the, these guys are in the woods walking with horns on their head, right? And you put that up against Jurassic Express right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to make them a totally different tag team, right? Mm-hmm. You might have Luchasaurus saying, all right, I'm taking the mask off. My name is whatever. Like, you're not punking me as a man. And then we got some shit going on, right? Like, that can evolve Jurassic Express while elevating. I don't know mm-hmm. what we're calling them. Is it Kings of the...
1: Kings of the Black Throne. I but had they're in...
2: A right, but they're in the House of Black. House of Black, of Black
1: Right. Yeah. That one bothers me. Like now if the house of black grows and you have a couple people, then it makes more sense. Right. That you two are the Kings of the black throne or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's because I team.
2: think, you know, we've done this before because when it was the Legion of doom and right. the road warriors were right. in the Legion of doom because it was right. King Kong Bundy, Jake, the snake uh, road right. warriors. And they right. were in the lead. So we've done it. Right. Tag so I'm not teams saying,
1: fun- the outsiders were in the NWO. Right. Exactly. Yes.
2: Another perfect example. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't for sure of their name. Yep. But yeah, that oh, that's going to be fun. Now, let's get into a couple of things. I want I said the main event, but I'm going to take yeah, another no. side the, quest the, here. The kickoff. Yes. Now again, we didn't get Brian Kendrick. Yada yada yada. Two things I want to mention though. One, Moxley and Danhausen were fucking over. Yes. Right? The chance for both guys were second yeah. to none, except for Punk obviously. Mm-hmm. But then post match, what do I you think, think Dan about Housen's
1: this? Housen's chants were a little louder, honestly. Yeah,
2: well, because it's a, more, yeah. a little bit more fun, right? You know, yeah. like we all love John Moxley, but this yeah, new guy's a little more full throated. Sh- yeah, and it's a, a it's a shiny guy. new toy, right? We right. haven't seen him do anything dumb, so it's yeah. like it right? But let's get to it. Brian Danielson's promo <sighs> to John Moxley. Tim, where are we going? What came
1: happening? out of left field? Surprised me, loved it, and I and I love that Daniel Bryan pointed out. He's like, listen to them. Even if they don't like me, they like what I'm saying. And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. I seeing like Daniel Bryan or Bryan, Bryan Danielson, Danielson. Yeah. and John Moxley acting as like almost disgruntled, angry mentors slash coaches to some of these folks and giving them a mean edge uh, is could only be amazing. And it would help bide time for those guys to not have to be in that world title match right like i know he's saying like if you wanted to be that you could be that but here's but the reason be- why they're not chasing that right now because they're like mm-hmm. i'm trying to fucking get you there you dumbass, mm-hmm. right and then you know, somebody they get somebody there and they're like why the fuck did we do that i'm fucking taking <laughs> it they yeah. just beat the guy up come on so and, so here yeah. you go i got a question
2: for you then so are we doing that or are we getting into a match do you think moxley's gonna pull the trigger and join or you think he's gonna run don't
1: now you, the promo was too good, and Moxley's okay. selling of like, I mean, fuck, you know what I mean, and and it's perfect now with this. In real life, he's coming off of, of um, rehab. rehab. You mm-hmm. can be a changed man, right? You can be like, I do see, the good of community and the and the whatever, right? And like in his own twisted way right yeah
2: and we flirted with this before remember when he was challenging jericho for the championship they asked him if he was going to join the inner circle and he kind of did for one moment and then he obviously turned his back as soon as he possibly could but Mm -hmm. so we've done this a little bit with moxley so it would be cool that it's not just a rinse and repeat of what we did with inner circle it is yeah we're joining now Hmm. their first recruit I think needs to be out of left field to keep us on our toes. Okay, I I know so who he mentioned. Daniel Garcia, right? And and eventually, I think Daniel Garcia does get in there, right? Uh, you like that's tweet? the, you saw yes, tweet. and that's the perfect three man. You know, the per- perfect tag team is Hook and Powerhouse hops, but the perfect little three man triangle, even though Death Triangle is great too, but is Moxley, Danielson, and, and uh, yeah. Daniel Garcia. But I think. To elevate a division and then in that elevate a new contender. Let's say yes, uh, Moxley and Danielson start this faction. You grab legit Layla Hirsch and you say this is our first recruit. Now you've got John Moxley. Been getting mean on and 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 now just by proxy you're getting Moxley and Danielson. To stand ringside during a women's match mm-hmm. with legit Layla Hirsch and then Tay Conti or whoever it is, right? And now you just say, like, well, this must be important because those two guys are top guys here and they're out here for this. Solid
1: fucking idea. And I, even like, so you do that, right? You get legit mm-hmm. Layla. And then you, know, you get the more, thing. right? Yeah, you get, you get more. more. And I think, you know, like you said, are we going to get a match? You can get there where they start competing with each other on how to coach. Yeah, the person right. They start having yeah. their disagreements, and then it then it all blows up. You well, really and only then do they, this with two to three people,
2: right? And you could even have them break off, right? They could say, "I I coach better than you," and then you have their oh, match. But then you can still people keep the pupil, right? But then you could even keep that that group together. They're like, "Hey, our two dads are fighting, you know." But like yeah. we still love each but other. You
1: could even <laughs> read, like we said, pupil, pupil, them yeah. versus uh, so many ways right. where this is way more interesting and so many branches to go with then a match. No, I'm not going to do it now. Let's fight.
2: Yeah. Which again, that's going to be a fun match, right? Whenever it sure. happens, but the more fun story is that, but again, I just think, cause again, the people he named Lee Moriarty, uh, Daniel Garcia. Yes. Right. Uh, sure. hundred yeah. percent. But to really put us on our toes, because if she joins, the whole book is open, right? Like right. anyone, can go. I mean, what the hell? Like, that's fun. Yeah, um, sure. Okay, a couple other things. Uh, did you catch Adam Cole's um, Yeah. promo? You mm. see who he's taking on. Mm. He's taking on Evil Uno. Right. Well, who's adjacent to Evil Uno? I'm Our world playing. heavyweight champion, Hangman uh, Adam Page. I think.
1: That's where we're going to get to. I think we're going to get Adam Good. Cole, well, Adam Page. And then let's roll into that because Hangman's here and, you know, he's doing a speech and then out comes Dan Lambert again for the second which, time, which we'll talk about the first time was a better time. But the second yeah, time, yeah. you know, we just didn't need it because then he gets the mic taken from Jake. It just didn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Jake he just wanted to make a around. joke about Cleveland and the Indians. Right? That's the only yeah. reason they let him go out there. He probably was like, I didn't get my joke in about the Indians. Yeah. Let me go back. Let me go after. out there
2: one more time. Yeah. right.
1: Uh, That's exactly what fucking happened in it. <laughs>
2: well, I, what I love the most about the promo though is the honesty from uh, Hangman, where he's like, "I became champion and I've only wrestled twice. Like, I am here to
1: wrestle and yeah, fight. and all this like, is falling flat. And yes, I, I love uh, Lance Archer. You know, uh, yeah, we've been he's great. About it ever since been here, and he did this well, right? Fucking shut up, stop talking. This guy's, I'm mm-hmm. gonna punch his dick off, and, and he then did. he does, and then he's yeah. like and I'm going to do it again and fuck are you going to do about it right we love that yeah i love it but like you know just, I, I would prefer we would have already clipped through this and gotten somebody else you know i wish we would have got more tv time
2: for it because we're doing a texas death match next week and let's be 100% honest i don't think that match warrants that. what we've been told you right, know what yeah. i mean like yeah. Why the fuck do you guys hate each yeah. other so much? I get that Lance beat you up a couple times,
1: but that just warrants a title yeah. match. Why is this Texas death match? I don't get it. Yeah, so, right. um, so let's talk about that first showdown, right? That, look, oh. AEW. All right. You remember when we used to watch WWE and they would have like, mm, the fucking bell is taking on somebody, you know, out of nowhere in a main spot. And, and, it's. It was all because they literally were trying to get footage for Total Bellas. Yeah, that's what this is. Where they keep trying to push this fucking Brandy Rhodes thing. This is all gonna be B roll footage on Rhodes at to the top which is like, I'm preparing for my big match, and they're gonna show like clips of it happening in the fucking back, and she's gonna be like, It's really tough, you know, when you're trying to be an EVP and you're trying to raise a new kid, and you put all that same tired bullshit they did on those shows. That's what they're doing here, and like. Yeah, she's not terrible at it. She's not bad at, like, what she's doing, right? She's good and better than some of these folks. But, like, nobody's asking for it. And nobody's, like, getting behind it, right? And so, like, when Dan Lambert comes out, I love that both in kayfabe and in real life he's just mirroring it. He's like, do you know how bad you have to be at what you're doing here to realize that, like, they're cheering me? they don't like me (laughs) like they don't like anything about me and my life choices or anything and the whole time i'm like yeah yes right but he's like oh but another like so his line of like i thought you would understand coming from a wrestling family the dangers of when a wrestler believes their own bullshit because that's how this is coming off i don't believe in any way whatsoever, that I'm getting worked here, and Brandy Rhodes is the best wrestling actor, and really isn't this way, and and is portraying this character because they're trying mm-hmm. to make her the face, and that's what he's pointing out. It's the same thing they're doing, Cody Rhodes. Well, you guys, keep trying to be like everybody loves us. We're the mom and dad of the show. And everyone's like, no. Matter of fact, I don't like my mom and dad either. Not me. I'm just saying. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. there's people like. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And so Dan Lambert's like. Do you realize you've just made shit like the enemy of my enemy is my friend for me and mm-hmm. these people here? Like that yeah. you've got a conservative, rich AW hating asshole, right? Then they're cheering me for you. And this brandy from the block line. Oh, that was she's great. She's pointing out her fakeness of all of it. Like I again, I don't know where AW like as good as it was, as entertaining as it was, that was the bad move to have Lambert go out there and shoot him down like that. So I didn't understand the whole segment Mm
2: -hmm. two reasons why one Cody is doing this whole thing where I am the face right he cuts that very impassioned promo where I'm here on a handshake uh deal I'm here to blah 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 all the stuff right but then not even three seconds in Brandy's like it's great to be here in Cleveland or is it Chicago like she's doing the heel thing. She knew that she was going to get booed. So okay. But then if you know you're going to get booed. Yeah, I forgot about
1: that. So she did go out there to get booed.
2: So then like right. why? But then why do why heal heal? Right. So that's one. That made no fucking sense. Well, yeah,
1: cuz then you shit on Ethan Page and then like am I supposed to feel bad for Ethan Page now? Yeah. Well, well, I don't and know then you said everybody knows we only hired you to get to Josh Alexander, but you didn't get to Josh Alexander.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like,
1: so yeah. you failed. So again, right. you look like an idiot. It, it's
2: right. So there's this a is lot the of problems just letting
1: everybody just come up with their own shit and go out there without running it by people, or or just I'm not going to do it. I refuse. Right.
2: Anyhow, so that's number one. Right. It just it was clunky and messy and it's heel and heel and they're throwing one liners that are fun, but like, ew, right? Because you know, I know that you're not dialed into the MMA community, but when she was talking about Amanda Nunes, because Amanda mm-hmm. Nunes is their prized fighter, right? The yeah. number one, one of their number one fighters in the gym, yeah. and she left for the gym. Well, she left. Oh, she left the gym, okay. She's starting her own gym. She's saying, fuck American top team, right? So as an MMA fan, you're like, ooh, damn, she's going there, right? But, you know, whatever. So that's number one. So he'll probably heel. tell her that line. Well, yeah, but he'll heal, whatever, right? But then two, and this is where Again, that's where this, this, what happened next is where I thought about legit Layla Hirsch joining Moxley and Danielson, because one of the criticisms even today, and I don't know if it's as warranted as it used to be, but it's still something where, hey, we want more women representation on this show. Stop giving us the one women's match and then going back to the guys, right? So then their fucking answer is Brandy and a celebrity. Paige Van Zant, like, that's your yeah. answer to more women's wrestling? That's a WWE well, move. That's Ronda and, Rousey coming in. Right? forgive
1: me, uh, I also saw a quote from Paige Van Zant recently from the last time she was there that, from all intents and purposes, I wasn't to understand was no longer a kayfabe storyline quote. She was doing an interview out there, and she said, like, fucking, they're kind of dorks. I'm not, like.
2: You yeah her I, mean? and like, I don't Harris. want to be there yeah well it was her and then the other one uh other female Kayla Harrison who's a bad motherfucker mm-hmm. too but like uh yeah they're just like this is, this is a paycheck and that's fine right like Brock Lesnar doesn't
1: love professional wrestling either so I'm not saying you gotta grow up to love sure, this shit But like but it just feels like like why would she be so mad at Brandy that she wants to kick her ass like it just doesn't make sense and I now I'm not dialed into the MMA community as you said but I know the name Paige Van Zandt, and I know, if this were real life, Brandy Rhodes is going to get her ever-loving ass kicked. Like, I know we're telling those stories here, and we're trying, you know what I mean, against all odds, I guess. But that's not what you're booking here. It's not yeah. against all odds, right? It's and Rhodes the, to the top. All mm-hmm. the odds are stacked with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't And, And, you know,
2: when, when Daniel Bryan... When he was Daniel Bryan, when Daniel Bryan won the world championship, TNA tried to replicate that with Eric Young and everyone's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they are replicating it, but the same week, Ronda Rousey comes back and wins the rumble and you get diet Ronda Rousey and Paige Van Zant to then come out and beat up on Brandy Rhodes. You look kind of like an amateur, right? Because, you know, un- unless you get Amanda Nunes, everyone else is well, not as legit as ronda rousey that you can get so you kind of look like a yeah. diet version of what wwe's doing so yeah i didn't like any of it i mean i like the one-liners right but like let's let's uh well, but
1: all of that's carried by i mean you know as much as we love bobby heenan and the heenan family was a big mm-hmm. staple and a lot of shows and he would come out several times but like after a while it just becomes about the bobby heenan right like we don't yeah. remember the barbarian much we don't remember right. you mm-hmm. know i mean we remember some rick rude of course but like yeah, you know, it was, most of the stuff the was like it was Heenan. The feud was Heenan yeah. versus somebody, right? Hogan. Yeah, and that's yeah, it was always Hogan. But like, and now that's what we're getting here. It's Lambert and his lackeys, and so everybody's mm-hmm. always going to look like a lackey to Lambert. And it's Except weird that like for... sometimes that's in a face capacity, and sometimes it's in a yeah. He's I would say it. though,
2: w- men of the year need to do something because now yeah. they're just getting their phones and taking pictures of bullshit and then not even cutting promos in the ring with dan lambert right you can grab yeah. the mic and say oh you think josh alexander and retort what brandy said but you didn't do that either right yeah so again it's heel and heel we don't really like either one of them and then you throw in Paige van Zandt the same week yeah. ronda wins the rumble so you look like a diet version of what the big guys are doing well, so, so you know, just
1: walk into like the ocean dan Lambert is like working with these guys on how to craft you know what i mean how to
2: yeah. But just, and how to have
1: a wrap, right. How to, how to talk to the fly
2: collectively get this group of people together and just have them walk into the ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just, but Hey, the main event. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a snap. This is a chef's kiss. Now
1: they hit a home run.
2: Did you? Okay. So if you're watching this show or, or listening to this podcast, you know who the fuck won, right? Yeah, so we don't right. have to tell you. So, right. uh, did you see MJF's tweet, though, the next day Yeah, about the second city, so I beat yeah. that bum twice? Yeah, What the? Good night. That yeah. was awesome. He beat yeah. him twice. He beat him twice. Credit to CM Punk for allowing yeah. himself to be beat in Chicago, right? Like, right. at least he gets it. And credit to all – like, this is what makes AEW great is – you know, where Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar are always made to look the strongest possible people in the world, you got Brian Danielson losing clean to Hangman Adam Page, and now you get CM Punk losing in Chicago twice to MJF. Like, that is amazing. This yep. is the best story right, right now. This is oh, oh so absolutely.
1: Good. And did you also notice um, he wore Yankees trunks? Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. is what punk did to, yeah. to cena in boston uh-huh. right yeah um, god loved it and and so the match ended and i was cognizant of the time right i was like that's weird but i was like yeah you know a little more believable right we don't always know when the you know main event ends so we'll throw something else out at the end or something and they've yeah. done that before where like the main event wasn't technically the biggest thing on the card um right. but yeah the whole thing of like all right now he raises his arm and the fucking thing falls out and he's like Hey, right? Like, I ah, fuck this. Start it over. And I was like, oh man, they should. They should have just stuck with that, right? Well, because so you thought, me. yeah, because you thought, oh, here okay, now, Punk wins. Here, right. Punk gets the win, right? Nope. <laughs> and
2: it. and also credit to AEW for getting duped because Wardlow walks out and Wardlow does the face off mm-hmm. with Punk and does the. Does the Young buck spot with Hangman where they like stand to the side and like, all right, you're going to beat him? Go ahead and beat him. Right. Ahead, now, right. different kind of story, but same, same environment. Right. Right. Yeah. It was basically
1: like you felt like he was like, you know, I could end this for you right now. Or, you know, you just like, right. Yeah. Like, so it was just kind of like, I'm allowing you to do this, basically. Yeah. Like, right? I, yeah.
2: you know what? I, I side with you. I'm stepping aside. Take him out. Right. Even that.
1: I think he was just kind of being like, don't think for a second that if I didn't want to, yeah, I would have made this outcome different. Right? Yeah, yeah, I took it as he was looking at him and going,
2: "You know, MJF told me to fuck you up, but I actually think I agree with mm. you." And so he stepped yeah. aside. But that's not even, so right. Either way, either way is fine. Either way, right. but we got duped. Because the motherfucker is handing the ring behind his back. And, but we don't get shown that. Yeah, we didn't So when see MJF it. gets into the ring, and you see him starting to put, you're like, what the, where the?" and then boom. And then on the replay, poof, that's yep. where it was.
1: Yep. That is
2: some yeah, great-ass so, yeah, storytelling. That is subtle
1: because, like, you know, WWE would have made that obvious, right? Or they always would, right? You would see the throwing of the ring, and they would have been like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Right. I almost was like a little upset with Excalibur. He does this sometimes, like with the whole like that's Malachi Black, right? When we'd never had yeah. a name before, right? He was like, yeah. Do "You just have the ring on," or whoever said it. I don't remember who it was, but it was like, "Oh man," you know. Then when you did the replay, like when you wait to the replay to say, "Yeah, it was the ring," right? Like yeah. he, he he suspected the ring for some reason, like not just brass knucks or not, right? You know, something anything. else, yeah, right. Um, yeah, because I honestly thought
2: as Wardlow's walking down jr is going like whose side is he on and i'm like are you guys doing the fucking mm-hmm. uh bash at the beach with hogan yep. like i know he's not hogan but like you're telling me what the fuck he's about to do you know yeah nope they duped me they got me so on top of this match being outstanding 40 minutes storytelling you got cm punk's arm and knee you got mjf's neck the whole thing you even got a fun again being dialed into the MMA community. He even got Bilal Muhammad doing the smack to MJF's chest. So remember when Punk held uh, MJF back and you saw yeah. a, a fan? that was right. He's a UFC uh, welterweight fighter. Um, so anyhow, I thought that was fun, right? You know, because they're teammates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the fun things. And then the cherry on top. You think Wardlow is doing it. He's standing aside and we're going to start Wardlow and MJF. Nope, it was the ring behind the back. <laughs> so now we gotta Love do, it. now we gotta do MJF Punk two.
1: Yeah, right? right or no? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and maybe we get Punk of again in there somehow, right? Like, yeah. Again. Oh, um, he gets pissed yeah. and he's like,
2: "You cost me the match. We get that match, and then we get MJF again. Maybe at Revolution."
1: See, so here's what happens, know. right? So all right, here's how I book a Punk then is pissed at Wardlow, right? He's like, I've got, I'm coming for you, MJF, but first I got to settle my score with you. He finds a way to beat Wardlow, right? MJF doesn't help Wardlow. And Wardlow's like, motherfucker, the only reason I had to wrestle this fucking match was because you. You didn't help me win it. Like, you know what I mean? Like all this kind of shit. Or even like maybe he tried a half-ass yeah. attempt to help him and ends up fucking him, you know, yeah. accidentally fucking him over. And then we get the like, all right, now it's on. And Punk's like, well, shit! I was gonna go after you, but it looks like you got your own fucking problem. I'm over here taking on Hangman or something, you know?
2: Yeah. Like, no, I look, know. that. Oh, that's perfect. So yeah, this is what I think you should do, and we'll see, right? Because AEW storytelling is is on a whole nother level than I've ever can remember, right? So, yeah, you have next week. CM Punk say Wardlow, you big muscled up bitch. You cost me that match. Wardlow comes out. They say two weeks time or whatever it is me and you i'm kicking your ass so then wardlow's like do you remember i power bombed you 10 times like you're a nothing to me right so in two weeks time punk right in two weeks time you do the match punk learning because he's a you know a veteran and savvy veteran skills and stuff is getting the better of wardlow mjf is ringside wardlow looks to mjf for the ring or the spot right like Okay, MJF, like this is where you help me. And to your point, MJF is like, "What? I'm not help. What you think? No, I don't do that. that. I don't help you. You help me, right? I pay. Punk you. gets the victory, That's right? Help you, right? So Punk gets the victory. Wardlow after the pin, you know, dusts himself off. He storms off. We don't see Wardlow. Then Punk is like, MJF, you, you know, little broke dick motherfucker. I'm coming after you. And then at pay per view, whatever, full gear, revolution, whatever it is, right? Those two wrestle, and then Wardlow comes out again and we're like, fuck, he's gonna help MJF one more time. And then that's finally where we get Wardlow to go like, No, I mean it this time. And then doesn't help. Punk beats MJF. Then MJF is like Wardlow and then they go after it.
1: Love it. That's how you do it. But this is what I love about AW man. There's it's so gonna
2: me where you this don't video game. Happened. Give me this video game. I just want to, like, I just want to, ah, it's so much fun. I feel like a kid when I watch AEW. Of course it has its faults, right? Every era has its faults. But this is so much
1: fun. So much fun. It's so much fun, as has been this episode. Unless you've got anything else to talk about, Tom. So no. uh, we love this week of pro wrestling. There were some some downsides and some upsides, but uh, AW is, great. is the case, right? AEW is super fun. We want to hear from you. Use hashtag, tweet the table, and uh, we'll read them right here next week uh, when we come back. And um, yeah, bye, bye.